Hi, welcome to the Project 40 podcast, and I am recording this today on November 11th, live from the desert in Moab with my very dear friend and astrological colleague, I guess I call yes. it, amongst many things, uh, Sherry Zollinger. Hello. Hi. Hello from the desert. <laughs> We're sitting here right now overlooking the Colorado River, and it's like, just, I wish this was visual right now because it's spectacular. So beautiful. There's some beautiful Canadian geese just across the river hanging out with us. Oh, yeah. On our podcast. I love it. <laughs> Harpo's sitting here to my left, of course. We've just breakfast. <laughs> we just had breakfast. <laughs> and we're like the rest of uh, at least a lot of the country, you could say, fairly in shock. Flummoxed. <laughs> yeah. We're, um, yeah. We're still, um, we're still in shock, and that and actually processing, processing mm-hmm. that actually inspired the topic of today's podcast. It seemed like we were Sherry and I were definitely brought together to talk about one of the um, current planetary energies that we both feel very passionately about. Sherry, even maybe more so, because she just did a workshop on Eris. So we're calling this um, the post-election. Eris reflection <laughs> that just kind of came like a instant uh, <laughs> epiphany at breakfast. We're like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'd love to just maybe. I mean, God, there's so much to talk about, mm-hmm. but maybe we could start with the workshop. Should we, just we evoke evoke Eris yeah, and kind of get her um, kind of you know what we know about her so far? Let's talk about her. Yeah, yeah because we really feel her presence more than ever over the last few weeks yeah and we've kind of come down i mean it's it's a new archetype we're we're still kind of working out who she is um she you know of course eris the dwarf planet yeah uh, just outside uh, outside of pluto um a a tno as they call it trans neptune object um discovered in 2005 of course named in 2006 and there was a lot of kind of chaos and discord around the naming of this new what we're calling dwarf planet um and so and and therefore this name kind of you know emerged as eris the goddess of discord um and and um chaos yes actually yes so um for me just as a personal note um this is shireen and i's kind of um, second, you could say, gathering. We saw each other at ISAR yep. in L.A. Uh, in October yep. and um, started seeing little hints of Eris. Oh, yeah, at that full moon because that was right before the yep. full moon in Aries, which was conjunct not only Uranus but Eris. Yes. And we were wondering <laughs> what to expect, and we actually ended up hiding out. <laughs> During the full moon, when there was a banquet going on, we decided to do some burning rituals instead because we couldn't. We just couldn't quite handle the discordia that might be there taking was, place downstairs. Yes, there was little bits of Eris kind of around the corner, very unexpected bits of Eris. That and and for me, on a personal note, um, I had my I had a just kind of a direct download of Eris, almost a sense of dharma. Um, about kind of Eris coming into my psyche. I mean, of course, I knew about Eris, but I, I didn't have the passion yeah. until Saturn at 12 degrees 
in my in Sagittarius in my third house. Oh yes. Did a nice little trine with my North Node conjunct oh, there you go. Eris there you go. at twelve degrees yeah. in the seventh house and kind of you know, it seemed like a, almost like a direct. That's the timing. Time. Yeah, there like was a real timing there. Pushing the yeah. timing to yeah. the four. Yeah, it was like, okay, you know, this is a good time for this all to kind of download. And by the time I was driving home from L.A., um, which was literally one week from when I was driving, I had, cre you know, it sort of got uh, 25 women together to down here in Moab to talk about Eris. So I kind Amazing. of felt like very immediately that I had to read about Eris, download kind of the information and start talking about her. Yeah. It was very, and it felt very Eris and Aries because it's sort of like the information goes directly to action. Yes. You know, absolutely. And that, that urgency and that immediacy of yeah. Aries. Yes. And, um, yeah, just an action oriented kind of, let's take action on this information. Yes. I love that. Um, so the week, uh, you know, one week later I was talking in this, uh, beautiful little restaurant, um, in, uh, my, my Zodiac salon about who Eris is for women that love astrology as a lay person, yes. you know? So yep. it was like, well, who is this? What, why, why do we care? You know, why do we care about this? And um, that that sense of caring got real fat, real fast. Oh yeah! Like it doesn't take long before you're kind of, as a woman, especially kind of capturing, you know, yeah. um, what who Eris is, what's kind of coming through the psyche, because we can kind of attest to Eris as our suffragettes, as our you know the, those that brought us uh, the women the vote, um, our you know our feminists, our strong. Uh, female characters in film, literature, yes. and you know, outside and music. the bounds, like exactly. women outside the bounds, and the warriors, like the, you said, the, spiritual the warriors. Soul warrior, and to see, you know, there's this difference between, um, and and we really have to remember this is a, um, a female identified archetype yeah. we're working on. Yes, here. yes. And so, what's the difference between and and knowing that Aries? is Aries' sister. Yes. We, you know? It's amazing. We get this little dichotomy between the god of war, and let's call her the sister of the god of war. Right. You know? And it's it's the difference between um, how we command presence, how, you know, how, as, as, a, as a female warrior, how the, um, how do we do it differently? Yes. How do we do it differently? Oh my God! And this energy is needed more than ever. You can yeah. really feel it uprising in the collective unconscious right now, and maybe that was the clue. Like we were thinking back to like the night I was thinking back to the night of the election and how I was really feeling the presence of Eris. The first time I saw Trump's numbers, mm -hmm. even early in the night, being mm -hmm. ahead, and just the how daunting that was, and just this feeling. I remember literally feeling the presence of Eris, like looking into fire and mm. thinking about. Wow, like, if this is the shock, if, she, if you know, because she's with Uranus, which is definitely a shock kind of, and shocking kind of uh, element always, or the wild card energy in the mix. So she's, she's playing with that energy as well right now because she's so close with Uranus. So I was thinking, that's the energy I'm feeling. So what's going to happen? And, and do we need, I mean, I don't want to say we need a Trump. I, I hate to say that. But right. like, if, okay, so... If this shocking thing becomes a reality, right. the shocking news becomes a reality, then how does her, pre like if she was, if she's kind of seeing this all along, let's say, 
you know? Well, and How? I think that's a wonderful segue into um, bringing the Uranian, the, you know, the Uranian sort of like um, the shocking, the unexpected. Yes. And, you know, we know that Mars was at that, we talked about that, 29, yes, that 29 degrees. Degree karmic mark. Right karmic as it was mark shifting, right. During mm-hmm. the election. Yes. This is for folks out there, this was during the election. Mars shifted into Aquarius. Yep. During the election. And we're thinking about these archetypes of like Capricorn, from Capricorn to Aquarius. And I, I can't help but think of the old guard yes, with Capricorn. Saturn. Yep. You yep. know, and the old guard being kind of the authority, those in authority. Pa- patriarchal kind of. The old authority, authoritarian system yes. in place, the old rules, the old values. Yes, and that, that um, the, the shock was that we elected, not we, well, he was elected. Yeah. Um, and it shocked us. But I, and then segueing into what you just said, um, but if, if Eris is using that, Aquari- yeah. that kind of Aquarian, yeah. the, the, the language of the unexpected. Yes then we kind of need to be prepared for that. Be yeah. prepared for the unexpected. Yeah. You know, even though we still have the old guard. We weren't prepared. Yeah, we weren't We weren't prepared. I think that's what we're really sitting in now. We, yeah. we really weren't prepared. I mean, I think we, we... literally weren't prepared. You know, I think so many of us thought it was unfathomable. Yeah. And it wouldn't happen. And um, even if there was a part of our psyches that thought, we went into denial. And now, of course, you know, the hindsight of course now looking back it's like now we can see so many things we couldn't see before right. like we're thinking well you know yeah if mars was at 29 capricorn during this election like the shadow energy like that collective materialistic shadow right. energy and the the you know kind of the darker side of the the devil archetype of capricorn being at its peak mars being exalted in capricorn right we could look <laughs> at that like okay yeah. so what does that say about the collective unconscious and the relationship to shadow and what weren't we looking at? Like all of that was right in our face. Like the reality television of Mr. Apprentice himself, like in our face as a potential, like it was just, it's like, I think we've lost touch with what's real, what's not real, (laughs) like where the lines are. And the, the demarcation between my media and your media. Yes. And um, the bubble. And, and I want to reiterate how little prepared, especially for those listening, I think that this is important, an important empathy piece. Yeah. How little prepared I was. Yeah. I was not, I, w- I did not psychologically prepare myself for that moment because I did not for once believe it could happen. Right. And so, um, so now we're trying to kind of do the work of, of at least getting up to speed, you know, with what's happening. Yeah. This sort of like present tense. As we're talking here under the Aries moon. <laughs> exactly. A waxing Aries moon approaching Uranus again mm-hmm. and Eris. Like, so this is the follow up to that full moon when we were right. meeting in Los Angeles or Costa Mesa. Yeah. And at ISAR. And here we are almost a full lunar cycle later on the other side of all yeah. this. Before the full moon in Taurus on Yeah, Sunday. in a world that that looks so different, in a world that oh, you so know different. we we've all we are all very unexpectedly, you know, in and not prepared for, or not don't feel prepared. Now, I don't, I don't think we're not. I don't necessarily think we're not prepared. I, I feel like I didn't prepare myself, but I also feel myself 
getting up to speed really fast. Really fast. Yeah. Kind of like the way you did the download with Exactly. Eris. So maybe that's her gift is the speed. Yes. Like when we were called to rally, like it'll be immediate. There's an urgency. Yeah. There's an emergency energy. Like look at, I mean, the, the, the response already has been very urgent. Yes. And I see women already like we're strong. Let's do this. Yeah. We're not going to take this yeah. line down. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about the, um, I don't really want to evoke a lot of Trump, but kind of like thinking about his Saturn in, in the Cancerian arch- oh, archetype. Right. And uh, this kind of feeling of... His natal Saturn. Yeah, his natal Saturn. Yeah. And kind of this feeling of women out there like um, tuning into um, the that the women... Um, they're not going to, there's a sense of not, not taking it. We're not going you know, to take it. That's what they, I keep yeah. saying. Like the airs, we're not going to take like, it. We're not going to take it. Like yeah. that's just a sister anthem. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to take it. And it's not, I don't think this is the illusion. I don't think this is the delusion. I think it's actually um, in the bones now. Oh yeah. And I, I don't, blood. and I don't think that perhaps because Trump's been talking to one kind of one slice I don't think even he is prepared for how deep in the bones, you know, Eris is. This fire is. runs. Yeah, this blood. fire runs yeah, uh, through the, the, the women archetype. The veins you know, the, of all the, the women. Yeah, I think yeah. it's true. Yeah. And the blood is boiling now, I yeah. feel. Like it's hitting a fever pitch with this full moon. Yeah. It'll be interesting even to see, like, I mean, we're, we're, we are recording this right before. It's still an early Aries yeah. moon, but it's going to, I think over the next 24 hours, we're going to see a lot more uprising yeah and, i mean we see this million women march already coming perhaps to fruition being organized, in january which i think mm-hmm. is amazing and um and yeah i feel like it's more important than ever to talk about eris now the reason that eris another really important facet of eris i think is that she was pissed because she was mm. left out she was excluded she was overlooked so well that- and yeah and then she played a little trick on the you know on those that <laughs> Um, the you know this uh, this whole thing where she was she was excluded from the the wedding the party wedding, yep. yeah and then uh, tossed the golden apple yep. into uh, the wedding party as her own little sense of like you know if I'm not going to be included then you know there's going to be this sort of I'm going to sh- have my present show up anyway as discord and yep. chaos and. Um, you know, she threw it in, and and the three, and and it said on the golden apple to the fairest one or the most beautiful, and and then um, Hera, Aphrodite, and let's see, who were the three goddesses? Aphrodite, because Aphrodite was the one that Hera and we'll have to come back around on the third. <laughs> anyway, they all thought yeah, they, they were know. the most beautiful, right? And right. so, so they gave it the decision over to Zeus who um, quickly handed the decision of choosing who was the most beautiful over to Paris, the Prince of Troy. Mm. And so um, Paris did indeed choose Aphrodite um, and, and thus was created the um, mm. Trojan War. Right. Because Aphrodite um, promised Paris Helen of Troy. Uh, right. So right. one thing that we want to remember and I'm remembering every day right now, is the choice, sometimes we have to make a choice that um, leads to discord or leads to disharmony. Well, that's, yeah. Which is the direct opposite of the Libra 
you know, yes. we're, we're kind of in Aries and Libra. That with Jupiter, Jupiter and Libra. Exactly. Like, we want justice. We want harmony. But yes, we can't. I don't think we're going to all be OK with like, OK, let's just all come to unity now and right. accept that Donald Trump is our leader. Right. That's not going to happen. And because of all the people being excluded, all the voices being excluded from that reality, from that conversation, Discordia is yeah. a must right now. I feel like yeah. we can see that in the collective with Uranus, which is our collective energy. Yeah the collective revolutionary energy that all the exclusion, all the voices not being accounted for or heard or the ones that are going being threatened now to be mm -hmm. pushed out in whatever way back in the dark ages he wants to go, that this is the uprising. Yeah. I think she's the golden apple is being cast into this <laughs> and inauguration. It's the, it's the willingness to um, allow discord. Yes. You know, and I think that this, this sort of like um, we're the, peaceful transfer of power you know they're asking us to have faith in that process which peaceful. is yeah which is really interesting like sometimes there's not a time for peace yeah we but that but what that does is it doesn't allow um the the current conversation or it you know, there's something that has to be eclipsed there if we want to just then get all get on board because this is the um, the the electoral process. Yeah, we can't get know? all we all can't get on board with fascism. Right. That's not going to happen in 2016. Right. And so I'm, you know, I've been perusing Facebook and I'm seeing people, you know, being willing to to play the discord, you yep. know, the, the role of discord. Yep. Um, I think we're going to see emerging, and I think this is the the kind of Uranian energy is. I think we're going to be seeing new ways. New ways. Yep. Of of discord. Um, that I are potent so that because one thing to remember with the Aries the Aries God of War he's more like he's going for the confrontation in a really direct manner whereas we get from the Aries yeah a little bit more um, I'm not just gonna say indirect but but definitely what is at stake is why Aries is fighting what is at stake is why Aries is fighting so it's it's a protective, a more fiercely protective energy. I love that. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about share about that idea of commanding your space versus confrontation? Yeah. So during the workshop, I had a, a martial artist, a, a woman who has spent a good deal of her life um, learning uh, various martial artist techniques. Yeah. And so I had her. You know, we talked about the Aries archetype, and then we had it. We had all these women stand up and get into their bodies. And, um, and so, you know, there was this difference between defending and commanding, you know, yes. and so us as, you know, kind of our presence or that, that space around us, um, you know, we all know people who are highly defensive and that's not what we're talking about here. And in fact, a lot of people will say, well, I just want to love, I just want love to be all, I want yeah. love to trump all. Yes. We're not Trump. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> man. So, we need a new version of that. You know, I think that um, we're not saying that we're in fact this is a fierce moment to love, is what it is. Fierce. A fierce moment That's to love. The word of the moment. And so she was teaching us, you know, how to we she called it the forty five degree pivot. Where you know, someone's coming at you and and you're commanding your space and you're just gonna do a little 45 degree pivot and that thing just goes you know rolls right to the I love side it. of you. yeah so it doesn't hit yeah. you so energetically and archetypally that's sort of like you know we're being asked to 
know what it means to stand up for ourselves, know what it means to command our presence rather than feeling. And that's what I think is the wave of Eris and the women in the future is it's commanding presence. Yes. I feel like throughout history, women have had to defend Yes. Their rights. That's the change. And I do believe we are still defending our rights, but I think that there's something shifting where we are getting ahead of the game mm, a little bit. I love that. Yeah, where we can command, you know, we where can we, take that 45-degree pivot. Yes, and, and we're actually in our power. More in the power. We're in our power. Because we're in the power. We don't have to prove. We don't have to defend. Yes, there's no... There's we not, just own it. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, and I, I do feel um, intuitively a sense of um, that there are women out there who would drop everything right now for, oh, yeah. for that kind of cause. Oh yeah. Like I really do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So. No, I think that's a really potent image and metaphor to work with on so mm -hmm. many levels. Yeah. Like whether it's because I know, I mean, just on a very basic practical sense of women who are already getting confronted or straight up attacked mm -hmm. with this new energy. Like I've seen a lot of those posts to use that mm -hmm. idea of commanding their space and also, on a deeper level for all of us, like, to think of, like, commanding our collective space yeah. and owning our collective space in yeah. the face of all of this potential threat of our... Collective space. Our rights. Yeah. And our, all of the progress. Because I feel, since Uranus is such a planet of progress, mm -hmm. and if he's uniting now with Eris... Yes. That she can be a force of this revolutionary change and continued progress to move forward yeah so again going back to this um interesting development that happened over the course of the election day how we went from that 29 degree mm -hmm. capricorn mars to, to zero degrees to aquarius. zero aquarius where we're in mars and aquarius now mm -hmm. which is much more of that it is moving into that more rebellious mm. revolutionary kind of fighter spirit and again evoking this uranus eris conjunction mm -hmm. since if you consider Uranus being the modern ruler right. of Aquarius. There's definitely a, they're in a dialogue, aren't they? So, um, <coughs> yes, a, a kind of unexpected roundabout way of furthering progress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And some people have said, you know, maybe this was the only way like things have to get better before they get worse or this had this or shadow all had to get better. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. Did I say yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, which is kind of great, actually. <laughs> Maybe we can look yeah, at it that way. Yeah. Things are getting better. There's a lot of paradox. Well, that's actually, I yeah. think, a point, too, right yeah. now, is that we do have to look at the shadow side of everything and the paradox of everything. And we can't hide from the shadows now. I mean, no. there has been that discussion as well that now there's no hiding. It's like, you know, it is like living in a Kardashian uh, reality TV show. Reality TV has yeah. become the political scene now, yes. and there's not a lot of difference. And um, we have to say, okay, like it or not, there was enough of this to gain momentum. There was enough of these values to gain momentum because we're coming up on this Taurus full moon, so mm -hmm. we're really looking at what do we value, yeah, and how do our values shape our well, that's our very values that um, have 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 set many people in this country to tears. You know, night oh, after, in these last few nights, yes. and um, to a kind of, uh, and you know, this is hearkening for me a little bit into the um, Saturn and Sagittarius. But I felt that I had a, um, a a faith that was shattered in a way I 
I don't think I've ever really felt before, mm. you know, I kind of, and maybe because I was not psychologically prepared as well, you know, but it felt something no, very yeah. deep. It was very deep, the shattering. Yeah, there the was shattering a of faith. The shattering of, of, of a faith in, a, in maybe in, in the system. Yeah. And so that's why, especially with, for me with Aries or with Aries, um, that's why I'm having a hard time getting behind well, now we just step in line behind the electoral oh, process. No. Yeah, that's why I think this moment is so confusing for everyone. I to agree. because we're you mean we're still asking everyone to have a, a, a sacred view, right? Like you're you're really literally going to ask us to feel still, still sacrosanct about, about a process that just got us here, exactly. You know. Exactly. And so. and also, I think because we had been in such a progressive phase, right. or it had felt like we were finally gaining some momentum right. with our rights, that to see like such a, you know, I love how, um, what's his name, he calls it the white lash. Mm. What, what is his name, Ben? Blinking. This is not a day for names, is it? <laughs> I can't think of names today. The, the white lash, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and how... I think we're really in this, I think we're really like, not only just, okay, so half of us, half of our brains, I think are still in shock. Yes. Right. And another half is like, well, we were moving, we were moving forward. So how did this happen? Like, how is it that we're suddenly back in 1930 or back in right. the dark ages or however, right. you know, we're back right. in all of these like kind of nightmarish times. It feels suddenly like this, it's, it is unfathomable for the psyche to suddenly be like, we can't go back. How can we go back? Yeah. Or how did we not learn the lessons? And yet what we're doing is suddenly we're having to be um, be fully aware that there is a group of people out there, you know, which I think we can safely say are the 29 degrees Capricorn, Yeah. you know, like um, on the cusp of change. Yeah. You know, that, that, that is such a beautiful kind of way to look at the metaphor yeah. because, you know, it, I've, I've felt for a long time that we're in the, America's in the death clutch. You know, we're yeah. we're clutching to the old the old the yes. old guard, the that what we thought thought America was. Yes. You know. And um and, and I think it definitely hinges a lot on uh women's role. You know, yeah. what what, what women so are doing. You yeah. Know? And then and then that there's that little piece and then it kind of we saw through Mars that it jumped into um the, the, the sense of progression. Yes. At that moment during oh, yeah. the election. So oh, yeah. it's like, you know, we suddenly have to see a group of people that maybe we were in denial of. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, but at the same time. Um, right. Because, of course, on the other side, they, they would be saying a lot of the people that are now feeling right. in power would say, we felt excluded. Right. We were the excluded right. ones. Our voices weren't being right. heard. We right. weren't getting our way because it's, you know, if you think about the Aries, it's like we all want to get our own way. <laughs> like, it's my way, mm-hmm. like my needs, my Absolutely. agenda. And, but it is interesting. I was also thinking about how, what does it mean that, I mean, you can see in the timing, okay, so this, the fact that immediately there were so many protests. Yeah. Like, immediately. That's also the urgency yeah. of Aries and all the Aresians and. Yeah rising up and I feel like to not accept to, to not, not accept yeah. to, to go I don't care I'm bringing discordia into the mix immediately because I this is I'm not accepting this this is not my president and I feel like that 
things are moving really fast now. That's why I think that Eris, um, if I were to say Eris had a few things to say, and and maybe down the road we can um, even create like um, the, you know, what 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 mm. what are the action points of Eris? Yeah, you know, that'd be great. Um, but I think that um, Eris would say, um, get with get get with the program really fast in really the sense fast. of yeah. What I felt in these last couple of days were I had to radically accept. It doesn't mean I accept who he is, or but I felt like I had to radically get with the program. I had to radically get to some acceptance. Yeah, just to get to action again. To get to action again. Yes. Because Aries is very action. And I'm I'm loving the protesting, and I think that that that's getting us where we need to be too. Um, but I think we have to like. What action, for me, Eris, um, is the action that actually disrupts the, you know, what's, what's like, right, right now, a lot of this protesting, I'm not sure if it's going to do anything. Right. Like you know? in, in the long run. In the long run. Or even like in the immediate run. <laughs> what is, what are going to be, like, what it feels to me is that as Eris, as an Eris tribe. Yeah. We actually just need to get into our rucksacks, mm-hmm. th- the things that we are going to have to use on an everyday basis yeah. in the people we're talking to, yep. in the, you know, it's, it's more like you're going to be ready. Yeah. You're going to be um, commanding ready. Yes. You yes, know, yes. you're going to be ready to, you know, say if you see harassment or yes, if you see exactly. or if you feel it if you see something say something but it's like if you see something yeah. do something immediately, yeah like yeah take... if you see something do something that's a good tagline for yeah Sarah yeah if you see something because do something immediately another little piece I want to bring up is that from um, a lot of things I've been hearing big 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 piece uh, from parents yeah I think the parents had to wake up that next morning and and talk to their children and so I think that mm. this kind of, I think Eris also includes this kind of um, fighting for our, our young ones, you know, yeah. like our, oh, yeah. who are, or, or th- that little psyche that has to include, you know, um, everything that was said during the election. And oh, now yeah. that person has become the thing they were taught to oh, um, yeah. have a lot of um, faith in. So Right, right. Like exactly like saying like, okay, you know. This idea, like, okay, so if he's representing all the things that, mm-hmm. like, being a bully or, mm-hmm. you know, not playing by the rules right. or, you know, like, being unfair and, and yeah. causing harm in so many ways, like, yeah. how do we then stand behind this as the leader? Yeah. You know? Who is the leader that we were taught to be inspired by. Oh, yeah. You know, we have eight-year-olds out there who have only known Obama. Right. You know? Right. Who, in, in the end, what you know, at least gave us something to aspire to. A lot of class. Yeah, least, a lot of class. You know? And um, um, right, and like when Obama was elected, also you didn't see these this uprise, even if these other voices weren't heard, which is also interesting to me. Like if people were angry, mm-hmm. we didn't have that Eris energy back then. No, we didn't. So that no. says a lot, doesn't it? That I think Eris is, you know, moving pretty. Um, she's she was. I think she was kind of loving her her. Um, little trine to Sagittarius and yeah I think I think that was a that was like um reality real Mm, information that wants wants to come through oh yeah um and then also um further understanding of her 
you know, I think that I think it's actually still evolving. I think it's still emerging. You know, like yeah, um, she did, she hasn't had the trine yet to Saturn. Yours did. Oh yeah, mine did. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> but that's, that's coming. right. That's a good preview. That's we're, right. We're coming that's into that. She's we're a, coming into that trine. Yeah, that's right. In January with Uranus. That's and right. Uranus and uh, yeah, Eris. That's will right. Be in there a will be fire trine. So that's kind of great. Like coming up to that. Kind of <laughs> yeah. feeling that. We're leading you know, up to that. So yeah, she, there will be some yeah. new structures in place. I think there will be new action. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, no, it's okay because maybe you were that you were getting the preview. Yeah, you had that natally. Exactly. So you can be a messenger for us. So it's really good because you you saw how it took form immediately yeah, yeah. and I think that's the key like we can maybe hopefully count on maybe that's some encouragement that we can count on yeah. the immediacy of Eris and Aries the to, kind of reality of to it. take yeah action take command yeah take command of the space yeah wow and any other I guess I mean a lot of people have been asking us like how hell do we get back to life how do we process and, this yeah like how do we like a lot of people are like it all feels really futile and like I don't feel inspired and I don't want to do my work now and I really don't even know what is going on what to do I think how I would respond to that and I think it's too early to tell how you know what what's going to be our our long-term action yeah um, but all I can say from a personal level is um, like radical acceptance has been important to me yeah. Um, you know, so that I'm ready because I feel like the work is, is, I just got, I just got jolted awake. I, I was yeah, asleep. Yeah, it's a jolt. I was asleep. It's an awakening. Yeah. It is definitely an awakening. There's an awakening and, um, it doesn't mean we have to accept, um, you know, I don't, I, like I said, I don't love this sort of like, we have to be peaceful as we watch this person no. come into power. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we we have to um, get apprised of the situation. Oh, yes. Um, and, and, and I'm going to say it. I'm being really bold about it. We, we've got to grieve. We've got to go through the full grie grieving process. Yes. Look it up. Yes. What are the stages of grief? Yes. Get through those and let's get back online. You know, let's get back online. Right. Well, we're all online, I think, a little yeah. too much on the Facebook feed. But no, I know what you mean, though. But yeah. yeah, like I was writing about that, too. I really that's I'm glad you brought that up about the Kubler-Ross yeah. stages of grieving and Maybe acceptance. Like, cause it is like a death yeah. rebirth in the Scorpio time. And yep. yeah, the Dabda phases, which is, um, you know, you may be feeling experiencing some of those like the denial, mm -hmm. the anger, this just utter sadness, the bargaining, yeah. the depression and then the acceptance. Yeah. So it's. It's cycles, you know, like you yeah. might at one point be back in the bargaining phase. Like, right. well, if I do this, maybe we can get him out with this electoral thing. And maybe definitely in the anger phase. Anger for sure. Yeah. We, that one is very clear. Denial too. I certainly wake up and think, oh, it's not real. Like yeah. we're still, it's 2016 still. Yeah. It'll just stay like this forever. And there's a beautiful rock in front of me. Yeah. To look at. Yeah. <laughs> Which we kind of have to do that to stay in the present moment. I think it is very important. Mm -hmm. Which also is, I think, a teaching of Aries and Aries to stay present, stay in the present moment. Uh, part of the there was one piece of the workshop that yeah. talked about fear. Oh yeah, tell us. And um, and fear as you know, I think that we all see the potential for fear. We all fear. We are currently all fearing. Yes. And um, the one big piece from this martial artist was that you find somewhere to um, ground that fear out, mm. to um, give the fear, let the fear go down. 
and I, uh, you know, as, at the risk of, of sounding too, uh, you know, too woo woo or whatever, you know, but like ground it down into the earth. Yeah. You know, um, wh- wherever woo-woo. you are in the concrete jungle, you can still do that in, you know, out in nature, you can do that. And, um, it, you know, just, just, she actually, um, had us do a meditation on, on, um, you know, kind of sending it all down to the center of the earth. I love that. And she was of a belief that the earth can handle it. The earth can transmute it. I mean, it is already handling it. It can be transmuted. And so you're not, you know, you're not, you're not doing something, um, quote, bad to the earth. You know, no, you're, you're just no. allowing that to, the, the earth to hold it. It's actually allowing to her to transmute you. the space because exactly. if we're running around in panic and fear, yes. those vibrations are probably more harmful to the earth than yes. just like the grounding down and allowing the transmutation to yeah. happen. And again, going back to that Mars at 29 Capricorn pre-election mm-hmm. and then Pluto and Capricorn squaring mm-hmm. Jupiter right. now in Libra, I think it is about transmuting fear and shadow more than ever like it's mm-hmm. it's not a luxury it's a necessity mm-hmm. now we have to do the we have to do the work which i wanted to read this uh we okay. were talking about this Perfect. quote from one of my favorite Jungians, james hollis yes. and i had posted it on my facebook um my public page um but i wanted to read it um because i think it just really uh has so much just has so much uh solace it just can offer so much solace right now and it just has a lot of truth so this was actually taken from a lecture he did on relationships for the young platform um in the summer over the summer and i just wanted to transcribe it and share it because i just feel like these words are really uh, medicinal so he was talking he was quoting the gospels of saint thomas and then kind of riffing off that and he said he quoted this from the gospels he said the world is scattered with signs and people do not see them our lives are scattered with signs and we don't see them there are these internal correctives going on continuously our body revolts like when something's off our body revolts our energy systems revolt the feeling function is autonomous and so there's no way i mean you can't direct the feeling function it's like what we feel we have to listen to that so the corrective powers are in the symptoms of our body and in our dreams As Jung pointed out, we've forgotten the clues that theoretically our ancestors knew better than we. But the promptings of the gods and the promptings of our own psyches are found in our dreams and in our insights. What did that hit in my history is what we need to ask when these things arise. Because remember, in projection, my material has been triggered and has entered the world and imposed itself on you or the other, and so is my history. My history of reactions to that category of experience. So for me to examine this is to begin to clean up my relationship to everybody else. It's an enormous project. It's ongoing. And he also says, can I ever say I am free of the shadow? Of course not. (laughs) Because that would be shadow expression of itself and the the definition of denial, denial. Can I ever say I am not an unwitting agent in the problems of the world? And I feel like that is the biggest responsibility. Like that's where we have to really work on the individual level of raising our consciousness and really looking into the face of shadow. And I also love, um, because of that square to Jupiter, Pluto square to Jupiter um, in Libra. Libra. And one thing I want to say is there's been a couple of, uh, Venus is is just blinking in the sky right now, just yes, just just sparkling, yes. and so 
um, you know, as the polar to the kind of Eris in Aries, you know, this kind of sense of, of course we want this to be about love. Yeah. And of course we want, we, we would love to have harmony. Yes. You know, and, and I guess I just want to uh, bring in a, a remembering and, and, and that this, that's, you know, we will try and mediate until we can't anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We will, we will want harmony, but when harmony is not possible, we will, we will identify as heiress, you know? And perhaps, perhaps the, the gem, the wisdom, the the grace of Jupiter and Libra is the beauty really owning and cultivating and just honoring on the deepest level the beauty in our one-to-one relationships and how strengthening that is like never underestimating the power of how we do our relationships and not taking those for granted and by building that yeah that's creating this fortress of undeniable strength that's the commanding of the that's beautiful space in the present actually and i think about all the relationships that went to bed that night and had their conversations yeah in the privacy of their beds and their homes and their you know, and and imagine the kind of uh, those conversations also must have been very fortifying for them to be yeah. able to kind of have that moment together. Yep. And then go back out into the world. Yep. So I think that's a wonderful. Yeah. Maybe that's something because I think we're all wanting something to cling to yeah. <laughs> right now yeah. as a rock, and with this Taurus full moon coming, we're really yeah. craving something Connection. solid and yeah. deep and connected and beautiful and mm-hmm. and supportive deeply supportive Taurus is the earth I mean yeah I think we need our rocks right now our rocks we like Gibraltar need rocks. we need to cling to our rocks <laughs> as we're staring I wish I could share this beautiful giant red rock that we're staring at I'll post a photo of it yes. to give you the essence of it with, the, a, with the, the mighty Colorado, podcast because um, it looks like Mars rock it does it <laughs> literally does yeah so we will share that and yeah. um I mean there's more to say on this I'm so happy we got to start the this is the start of a conversation. Yeah. And definitely more to come. So thanks so much for listening, and we'd love to hear your comments, feedback on this. Please feel free to post below. And um, sending and, lots of love. Yes. Sending lots and lots of love. All right. Signing off. So long. Bye. Bye. <laughs>